This episode of Boob Sweat is brought to you by Mega Babe. If you didn't already know, I founded my personal care brand, Mega Babe, a few years ago to solve real problems with cute solutions. Even though I founded the brand, I am not qualified to do every single job, which is why I hire wonderful people like our customer service wizard, Britt. I've brought Britt on here to help answer a question. Hi, Britt. Hey, Katie. All right, Britt, go ahead. Bonnie said she's a super sweaty girl, and she asked how we can help with sweat that's showing through her clothes. Bonnie, 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 have I got some answers for you. We have several different solutions, starting with our bus dust, which is a hands-free way to apply our telc-free powder into your bra. You just literally pump it in there. It was the second product that we launched with. We also have our dust puff, which helps making apply powder to your body really easy because it helps with the mess. It also puts the powder on really evenly. Our dust puff is kind of awesome. And if you're not into powder, we actually have a cool product called Magic Powder. I know it says powder in the name, but it's actually a lotion. You apply it in a thin layer and it dries with a powder finish. I put it right under my boobs and sometimes under my butt cheeks. It's awesome. And don't forget, we also have body dust, which is the same great formula as our bus dust, but with a different applicator. So if you're not a fan of the pump, this comes with a sprinkle applicator so you can easily apply it anywhere that you experience sweat throughout the day. Britt, you're right. Body dust, of course, duh. Thank you so much for always knowing more than I do. And for a limited time, I'm offering Boob Sweat listeners 15% off your order at megababeauty.com with the code boobsweat15 at checkout. Now, on to the pod. So what do you think about my loose format here? Stop saying loose vagina. I knew that was like your next thing. I don't want to hear about your loose format. No one else does either. (laughs) Thank you. You set that one up for me. Hi, I'm Katie Storino, and this is Boob Sweat. There's a lot of stuff out there that makes us sweat, but you're not alone. We're here to talk about it. Today, we are talking all things making friends as an adult. I think adult friendships are undervalued. I think when you're in a relationship, it's really easy to see. It's really easy to forget about friends and just to have your partner be your default setting for plans. But guess what? When I got divorced, I... I had to reevaluate a lot of my friendships and I had to start from scratch in a lot of places. And I realized how important my friendships were and that I wouldn't have gotten through that period in my life without close friends. So I am going to talk to you today about your adult friendships and about making new friends. Ryan Dizaduel, which is not how you say his last name, is the director of public relations at Jonathan Adler, and he is also the man behind Extra Extra Style. You've definitely seen him starring as my Prince Harry and my supersize the looks, and everyone thinks I'm always married to him, but he carries a Birkin bag, and I just want people to think about that. Here he is. I would say that you are probably the most successful new friendship oh i have and by new i hope you realize that i did a deep dive of your instagram and i think we've been friends for like five years yeah that's not that long it is a long time you're wrong there's not that long people are like i'm only 20 years old that's a quarter (laughs) of my life now when people are like 
oh, these are my friends from college. These are my friends. Like, I think I think of friendships from different stages in my life and not a young 20s friend and you're not a college friend or a high school friend, which makes you a new friend. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just giving you a tough time, which I I know is uh, (laughs) something new for you. But if we did meet five years ago, I'm 37. So I was 32. That's an adult. You're an adult. We're really thirdizing together. So we met... I pursued you, apparently. And then, I don't know. I don't even know how we started hanging out. It's like dating, you know? When it's right, it's right. You have to, like, you dip your little toe in. It yeah, feels weird at first. Do you think you're, like, first. one of the only fr- You're, like, one of the only people I've met in the past, like, 10 years that, like, I really... <laughs> do you think me in? Like, is that real? Like, why, why are we friends? It's not easy to make friends at any stage of your life, I don't think. I mean, when you're, like, yeah. a little kid and you're just thrown in school, like, you don't have a choice. But I think people really psych themselves out about making friends as an adult. And my advice, which I'm just making up right now so it could be wrong, is to just dial it back. And if there's someone that you're interested in getting to know better, just try to get to know them better. And... There's no stakes. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, what do you care? Dial what back? Dial your anxiety back. Oh. About, like, how do I... What? I don't know. If you're worried about making friends, like, people are always like, um, like, I'm going to go to, like, book club or, like, knitting club. I don't know. Like, or if you work from home, it's hard to make a friend. So, I guess it's like, don't psych yourself out and just try. You're just saying chill out? Chill. Which, coming from me, is... Rich. First of all, this yeah. is yeah, first of all, this is a lie. Yeah. All of this is just a podcast lie. Um, I I guess what is your take on couple friends? Do you have a lot of couple friends? I I wouldn't say I have a lot of couple friends, but I think that's a function of the fact that I don't have a lot of friends in general. I have a small network. I have a lot of people I know casually not a lot of people who i would want to spend the weekend upstate with for example or you know something such as an including uh, i think mr strano and i have uh we don't have that many couple friends well think- it's an odds game because when there's four people like it's even harder to make sure they all get along you know that's true and we did you came on my honeymoon no, you came on my honeymoon. No, you <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that as you get older, you don't need as many friends? I don't know if it's a function of age or just a function of personality. Like I've always had a small group of friends versus you didn't. Ha- you weren't like the big group. No. Okay. Here's the thing that I, for me is like all I need is one. You know, oh. it's about quality. You're I'm enough. Yeah. You're too much, in fact. (laughs) But I feel that you and I have been pretty proactive. We've really approached um, new friend making as a group activity, I think. Like, you and I throughout the years have, like, been like, we liked that person. Let's go to a meal with them. It also, I think, could be potentially a lot for the new person to have two people coming at you. Oh, I think people feel that way about us sometimes. Because you're so mean to me and people I pick up on that. Don't know what you're talking about, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> we so Ryan and I we hung out we have we, I don't know, we were at like a dinner party or something. I don't know where we were. And one of my old friends was there and she shared a, a taxi home with Ryan and then texted me like thanks for the night or something. Um Ryan's pretty mean to you. 
They're like, don't let Ryan be so mean to you. And then... Is this an intervention? Are you you breaking up with me? It was very funny because I think you and I have a very, quote unquote, Will and Gracie dynamic. Which one are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Karen. (laughs) I feel like you and I have like a real dynamic and it's either hideously annoying to people or maybe they like it actually i don't i I don't know one person who's ever said they like it well here's the thing the only person that matters to is you and me by the way how do you say my last name (laughs) does it (laughs) (laughs) no like really try jartle you're like more right than wrong how do you spell it get a new last name i Maybe. Your last name does not match up with anything having to do with you. You have a Birkin bag. You're like this preppy man. We just talked about your sophisticated grays growing in. And then you've got this last name that sounds like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone call you Ryan Fartle? When you- <laughs> no, I got Ryan Gerbil. <laughs> so dumb why did they call you fertile i do you want to turn back the hands of time and grow up in suburban boston with me and and start a movement i mean i'm open to new names i will say i think it's memorable because it's spelled all fucked up yeah it's memorable and then everyone's like what's that for you know they're like you know ryan yeah yeah yeah." and i'm like yeah it's a duel I've gotten that. Dizzy Doodle. Dizzy Doodle is much better than Jartle. Should I change it to Dizzy Doodle? Are you, you're Polish? Yeah. I just think your name should be like Ryan Hampton or oh. like Ryan Winston. Ryan Rich. You are actually, you are the heir to the Marshall, the Marshalls. Marshalls. <laughs> you're the heir to the Marshalls fortune. Yes. It, it all got squandered before it got to me though. But it's true. Ryan looks and smells of old money. Because I don't think he I want is. to smell like old money. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds gross. Um, Anyways, so a very successful adult friendship, oh, yeah. and you don't know my last name. Today, I talked to Grace Atwood, the founder of thestripe.com and co host of the Bad on Paper podcast, which I was on, which I love, and which you should listen to. I identify with her a lot as an introvert, and she gives some really great insight on how to be comfortable when meeting new people when making friends is tricky for you. I want to talk to you about making friends as an adult outside of school and outside of like all the institutions that you're used to making friends. So I wanted to know, um, what are some of the things that you do to either bring new friends into your life or look for new friends or do you care? Like, are you actively looking for new friends? You're kind of like, I'm just like, so I'm kind of good with the friends I have, but I feel like this year I've made actually a lot of new friends. Yeah. Like mostly through a podcast. I've, um, I have a podcast too. And I, you know, like with you, like I was like, I really like her. She seems really cool. And I invited you over and you came on our podcast. And like, since then I feel like we've become pretty good friends. Yeah. And I think that that just comes from like making an effort, like sending a text, um, telling like, well, the first, there was the first reach out. So I was just like, Hey, like, I don't know what we said to you. I was like, will you come on my podcast? (laughs) And she said, yes. And, um, I think, 
just making that reach out to someone you admire or someone you just see and you think you'll get along. Like, I think for you, like, I, I remember seeing a picture of you because I followed you on Instagram for a while and you had the green palm leaf background and we had a lot right. of the same clothes. Yes. I was like, this girl and I need to be friends. And we met again. We met, like, officially at the Jonathan Adler yes. Like lunch in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. and then I, and then you 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 got the sunglasses. I got the sunglasses, yes. the crazy palm leaf sunglasses. Yeah, because we both love that pattern. Yeah, I th- and then I think it's just making little efforts. Like I am a huge introvert, but I love Same. I love having people over. So like I'd say like every two months I try to have like a gathering at my house with like just cool mm-hmm. people that I respect and admire, plus old friends too. Yeah. Like all my old friends who have kids are always invited; they never come. Never. Um, but then the new friends come, and then they make friends with each other. Like, I love bringing people together. I love connecting. But I think that what happens at this age is you can make a friend, and you just, like, see them, and you're like, that's going to be one of my people. And then you just have to keep making those follow-ups and, like, invest the energy. Investing the energy is exactly it, because it is energy. It's hard to talk to new people. It's really hard. Yes. And I'm yeah. sure with your podcast, you've gotten better at at that kind of thing. I don't know. I think I am... When we have the podcast, I'm really prepared and like I have all the questions I want to ask. So I try when I go to events or like dinners with new people or like anything where I know there's going to be someone I'm like not comfortable with or don't know yet. Um, I try and have like three things to talk about. Like I'll go on like, wow. like I'll look at the news or I'll look at like some a pop culture website like I don't know people or I'll listen to Who Weekly or like something just to have or pop culture happy hour a fun podcast just to have like something to talk about um i feel like having just like a a little like something in my because i'm super socially awkward same yeah or like i'll like compliment someone like everyone likes to be complimented i'm always genuine always genuine sure but like i mean if they have nothing they want to compliment i probably don't want to be their friend so (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter but complimenting is good and just having like always having three things to talk about that's such a good tip. Oh, good. I'm glad. I, 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 because I think that's part of the thing. I get really nervous. So I went to dinner actually last night with two new friends and I find that I just start to bring people. I don't ask any, like, no, not that I don't ask questions. It's more that I just bring you into my life exactly at what's happening with no background. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that's gr- also a great strategy. Okay, because I think I get yeah. nervous or... Yeah. I don't know. I, I think just... you're a great connector. When we were at... We were at some presentation and Katie knew everyone and was like, Grace, meet this person. Grace, meet this person. Oh, but like also Then you set dying. up a lunch. I was like dying too. Oh my God, because, I was dying. Yeah. It... I had to go lock myself like in my apartment with no one and take out after a what fashion What is wrong week. with us? Is this normal? No, we're just introverts. We recharge by having alone time. An extrovert, it doesn't make you any, nothing's wrong with you. You're not shy or awkward. An introvert needs alone time to recharge. An extrovert, God bless them. I wish I was more like this, gets their energy from being around people. Cassandra Garcia is basically the boss of all other makeup artists at Bobby Brown. That's the title I gave her and informally how she was introduced to me. I love her. She's a neighbor and a new friend. Here she is. Do you feel like you meet a lot of friends through work? We met through work. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did. Right? We met at Veronica Beard. Yeah. But I was a big fan of your products before. And I used to follow yeah. Katie, and I was when you like, "Followed me? No, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was so funny." And I kept seeing like 
she lived, we live in the same neighborhood. Cause you yeah. would be at the same places and I'd be like, this is weird. And then I was shooting Veronica Beard, a campaign right before fashion week. And you were the boss of that. I was the boss. Of yeah. That. And you walked in and I was like, I had mega babe, like literally in my bag as I do right. now. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to say something and I'm going to tell her I love her products. Yeah. And uh, who wouldn't want to hear that? Yeah. I thought. I was like, I'm not going to fan out, but I'm going to tell her. Yeah. And then we immediately became friends. So I, you can't. So like the boss of all the makeup artists came up to me <laughs> and like pulled Mega Babe Fire Rescue out of her Chanel bag. You had a giant <laughs> Chanel bag. And I was and you were like, yeah, I live in the neighborhood. And I was like, check, check, check. <laughs> you had a dog, too. OK. And then it was just on. Yeah. And we took our first walk together. Remember, I thought we were going to get a manicure. Katie thought we were just going to go buy chili beans or you <laughs> go to the grocery store. <laughs> This is typical me. <laughs> typical. Because I love to do, like, yes. you got to do things. I like to, I, I don't know what but that I love is about. It. But I love that because in New York, it's like, who wants to go to the grocery store by themselves? No. And it's a great time to catch up. Yeah. Do you feel like you have, oh, I have too many questions. Let's start with Hit this. It. Do you feel like you have a posse here in New York? I think so. Yes. Okay. Where do you meet most of your friends? Honestly, it's really hard because I kind of schedule in friends where I can. Okay. So like this morning, I scheduled my friend in for a breakfast, San Ambrose. Yeah. It there. I'm there a lot because you can just pop in anytime. The Soho one or West Village? Soho one. Of course. It's close to the office. Sure. Um, I also do some workout classes with friends. Yeah. Because then it's like double duty. You can hang and do yep. stuff. That's what we do a lot. Yeah. Right? Well, in Dog theory. walking. Yes. Dog walking is very big for us. <laughs> yes. Dinners are hard. Dinners are hard. Have become hard. Dinners have become hard because I think you are recently engaged, almost married. Yes. Right? Yes. And I also am recently married. And I think that you get in this like, I don't know, you get in like a. You want to go home. You want to unwind the day and you want to like. Get on that couch. Yes. I know. Watch that show. I'm like, sorry, I can't do a dinner. No, can't do a dinner. It's a big deal to do a dinner. Yes. Unfortunately. I agree. Yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. But I think that workout classes and dog walks are great ways to spend time with someone without like having to give up that time with your significant other. If that feels too awful to say out loud. I know. It, but I've is, never said it out loud, it but it is kind of true. feeling that way. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what else I like about you? Tell me everything. You are not afraid to just toss out this because I feel like this is how I am. Mm-hmm. Just like toss out a plan or like a be like walk and like yeah. you know like you text and I'm like oh no I you know I'm at this thing or whatever like or I'll be like hey like coffee and you're like oh I'm in Paris yeah <laughs> and so th- these I feel like that's a good way to keep things going you don't have totally. to make it such a formal thing no and also like being some people think it's rejection when someone says no but it's really not it's like no. I like if she if Katie doesn't text me back in like three days, I'll be like, Fairness. oh, hello. Yeah. I'll never take it personally. No. I mean, the thing is, as an adult, you definitely want to see if you want to spend time with someone. Yeah. Does someone make you laugh? Does someone yeah. like fill your bucket? Does it make it feel good? Like me hanging out with you makes me feel good. Like yeah. I want to hang out with her. I will wake up before seven and do a walk with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do that for anyone else. Mm. But also it makes me feel good when we hang out, like we speak, we have good conversations yeah. and then you feel like a great start to your day. Yes. Or will like work out. But I mean, people who don't make you feel good, I think yeah. as an adult, I definitely kind of like let that go. Yeah. Because that's not who you want to spend your time with or yeah. waste your time with. 
Denise Bedeau is a very successful curvy model. She is the founder of the No Wrong Way movement, and she's my neighbor. She's lived in Miami, LA, and New York City, and we cover how friend making differs between each city. We also recap our recent hangout and somehow start talking about science. Listen in. What, where was it easiest to make friends or do, do you have like a clear cut answer for which city has been easier to make friends? Yes. What? 100%. New York City is... The, really? Yes. LA is the worst city for making friends on the planet. Like I find mm. that in my experience, and I've lived in LA in two different stages, right? Once I feel like in Big Fish, I don't know if you've seen Big Fish. I have seen Big Fish. Uh, when he comes to a city one time and it's all magical and like glitzy and then he comes back again and he's like, oh, what the fuck is this? That's how I feel about LA. <laughs> like, that is, well, it's one of the worst places on the planet. <laughs> I just couldn't. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. And I just feel like there's a lot of people who flake on you in LA and there's a lot of commuting that's involved to see anyone. Like if you have a friend in Santa Monica and you live in the hills, like that's a 40 minute commute to hang out. And while you make plans with people, they come through like 2% of the time. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I really am about my word. If we're going to hang out, we're going to hang out um, and we'll carve out some time. And if you can't carve out town, don't waste mine. Like, don't tell me we're going to hang out Thursday and then Thursday at four and we're supposed to hang out at six. Don't cancel. It's not cool. No. And I think in New York, everyone's so fucking close that you just hang out. You move from Miami to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. to new york mm-hmm. what tell me about your friend evolutions through those moves friend evolution yes Ooh, fascinating question right because um, you i mean like yeah. did you have like home friends that you brought to los angeles or did you make yeah. friends in los angeles or well, i started going to acting classes when i was like 12 13 like i knew i oh. wanted to be in entertainment somehow and so a lot of those friends that i went to acting school with made the plunge to LA from Florida. So when I moved to LA, a couple of people that I grew up with were already there and more followed suit. So like I did, I do feel like at first I had like at least a couple people that I can rely on. Although none of those people are currently in my circle. You know, because I do Mm -hmm. think as you grow and as you evolve, sometimes you just outgrow people or people outgrow you and you just got to learn how to move on and so I have maybe like two or three friends that I've had for a 10-year period um and other than that everyone else has been kind of in waves as I grow I come into new people I think that's probably like why I'm single it's just because like I've gone with the flow the whole way through my career the whole way through adulthood I've been a mom I mean, my daughter's 11, yeah. so it's not like I get to go out and party and hang out. Like, I'm that friend that you have to, like, hit up at the right time. Because, like, sometimes I'm all available and sometimes I you can't I can't even think of a day when, like, I can stretch myself more. This is factually true because you and I live literally one block away from each other, but it's hard to get out of the home, mm-hmm. right? To do well, the Well, we work a lot of our times... For people who don't realize, like even when we're not posting, we're still working. You know, there's a million different things that happen behind the scenes. And so whether it's work from home or work at lunch or work at a dinner, like finding pockets for self-care for like even just texting a friend becomes harder than people realize. Like sometimes I've lost friends just because they think I don't want to communicate. And I'm like, I didn't even think about it. Like it's been like six months or a year. And like, I'm like, fuck. I haven't seen you in a while. (laughs) Holy shit. And not that I don't care. It's just that like life just sometimes gets the best of you. Yeah. Denise, we recently had an impromptu Saturday afternoon hangout. Mm -hmm. How did it go for you? 
It went great. It was so much fun. I got to be lazy. I don't necessarily want to put makeup on or like be cutesy when I'm like not working. So yeah. when you got to like come over and just watch fucking Netflix and a tons of trailers, like it made me really so happy. TV yeah, we learned a lot about the new Apple programming, you know, like it was just a whole thing. <laughs> we just, I mean, I'm, I'm, people don't realize that I'm like, I'm like a happy stoner, right? And yeah. so like... When I'm not working, you can catch me in like sweats with the joint in my hand, enjoying the perks of my work, you know? And so like I can live in the trailer section for quite a while <laughs> and, and talk shit about absolutely nothing for endless hours. But you know what I learned about you? Like you just said that you took acting classes when you were a child. I learned on Saturday, you really know what you're talking about. Like we were watching trailers and so? oh my, you were like, the budget for lighting was big on this one. Or you were like, the cast is off. And you just had like That's a lot funny. of insider info. It seemed for me like uh, about and and about like the shows we were watching. And actually, I have a like going to someone's house is really hard for me. It's also hard for me to have people over that are new, like while you're getting comfortable with someone. And I think one thing I was really proud of on Saturday is we didn't really talk about work. Oh, and yeah. work is like my default setting. So it was it was really I was actually like. Okay, we had a really good hangout. I didn't talk like about real work. friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. I don't. Yeah, you were like I wasn't thinking about fucking. No, I wasn't thinking <laughs> about damn thing about work. <laughs> That's why, like, for a really long time, when I started in this business, I was friends with like every model, and I was like, oh my god, this is so sweet because we can talk about work. And then you realize that in your like private time, the last thing you want to do is talk about anything work related. So um, I think I fall in circles with a lot of nerds just because like mm-hmm. I'd rather learn something like even like Jonathan. Jonathan's one of my closest friends. We're not talking work about anything work when we're together. And listener, this is um, Denise is talking about JVN, who is not in the neighborhood watch, potentially a former neighbor, but we <laughs> have not crossed paths. I don't yet. know how that hasn't happened. We all I, live on the same block. I don't like, know. It's what? a one, it, but there's a lot of barriers, emotional barriers to get over for a one block hangout. Yeah. For there's me. a lot of really cool people in our neighborhood. I know. Man. But do you seem to, you don't seem to have that kind of uh, anxiety around hanging out with people. N- no. <laughs> no. So like I take people at face value. I sure. don't ever like overthink it or judge people like if we vibe we vibe and if we don't like you may never see me again like how it's do just you know that simple. how can you tell if you're not vibing with someone how can you tell that someone's not going to be in your crew oh do you have like a thing i, don't know where that, like, I think oh. that you just kind of know like if someone's yeah. when i'm hanging out with you and i feel like checking my phone a million times it's probably an indicator that i'm not really enjoying the the conversation This next segment is a little bit different. I pull in Amelia Diamond, who you probably know from her time at the Man Repeller, because she is an interview expert. We tag team Maddie, my lovely assistant and producer, and talk to her about how she's going to make friends as a recent college grad. I make her sign up for Bumble BFF, and then we talk about it on the pod. Maddie. I asked you to sign up for Bumble BFF. And I did. Because you're a youth mm-hmm. and you've just moved to, you haven't moved anywhere. You live at home, yes. which is cool. And uh, you just graduated college and you're looking for buddies. Yeah, I'm looking for buddies in the city. All of my buddies are not close. Right. So I need some new ones. How did you decide to 
get Maddie on Bumble BFF? Like, how did that even start? Because I have a very, whether it's appropriate or not, I have a very, like, big sister nurturing style with my assistants. Mm -hmm. And it was very, my former assistant, Kate Boyle, um, I feel like I was very concerned with, like, her dating life, her personal growth, because Moving to New York is really hard. And I guess it was really hard for me. And I wasn't from the tri-state area. So I truly was like, I couldn't like go home at night to my family. Like I truly like went home to myself. So I think that those were really hard times. So I just am always looking to help someone adjust in that period of time because that was like a really hard transition for me, I think. So I guess I take that experience and I try to help anyone who's, maybe in that stage of life, which just Maddie happens to be you in my, yeah. in my life right now. And so I was like, you know what? Um, it's hard cause you're commuting. I want to see if you can meet someone on Bumble BFF, if that's like a thing, because mm-hmm. like you, it's hard to meet people IRL. First. Bumble BFF has been a journey for me, a journey of nothing because I made my profile and I've been swiping and nobody's been, well, I got one match. And they did not respond to me. But this is the interesting thing about Bumble BFF is that when you're doing regular Bumble, you're trying to attract someone somewhat sexually. Yeah, like romantically. Yeah, romantically. Yeah. So like you're you've got like a duck face selfie and like maybe you've put in like some quirky photo so they know that you're you're not have a personality. Yeah. Yeah. But for friends, like what is a lady? How do you attract a a platonic friend? I don't know. I don't know. Because you try to be friendly. You try to be funny. Well, okay. So just one thing I think would be fun to paint the picture is we first were looking at your profile. Oh, my yeah, my Bumble BFF profile. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you did you conscientiously or consciously pull her up? I'm, I'm pulling pull her up. up. Like did I'm you doing. think about I'm gonna create this for friends or or were you kind of like this is how I would create a profile of myself no matter what? I mean, I think I was doing it specifically to make friends just because like I made that, you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was told to do. <laughs> so um, I think... Because my job... Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's hard to it. present myself on paper. I don't agree with you. I don't know how to, like, describe myself. Can you... Re- I absolutely so don't us, agree or with should you. We yeah. walk, should we walk them through it? Yeah, yeah I guess walk, it's... Walk so the reader. I've also never had to swallow more in my whole life. Oh, it's just when you get to the mic, then you gotta just get a thick swallow. I know. So Maddie's first... Maddie's first photo, which she had, she'd swiped for like a week with a photo that was like a, just too close to the face yeah. and no, nothing else about her. It was just a like, real poor shot. It was just like my Instagram <laughs> profile picture. So I'm like, oh, this is like, yeah. I present myself on Instagram every yeah. day. So we switched it up and we added a picture of Maddie and Crumb. Yes. A selfie with me and Crumb. Because people like dogs. Yeah. And it means you're not a murderer. I mean, I love this girl. I love that girl, Yeah, too. this girl is smiling with the King Charles. You who's... also look natural. I almost would put that on a dating because you're like, I'm not making a face. This is just yeah, me taking a picture my of my dog. I'm a pretty girl, and I don't need to, like... Got those rosy cheeks of Yeah, of not shape-taping. <laughs> can but... we, in a minute... Yeah, we can swipe. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> fun. This girl's in. When Boom, I... it's a match. I knew it was going to be. What, you saw someone... You just got another I, match? Instantly, I had a good feeling. She looks... I want to go through and sort of identify what I like about her. Sorry, oh. who are you talking about? This is a new. A we new can beep the names. We're gonna call her. Um, we'll just beep the name. Okay, we're gonna call her Jill. Oh, can you just tell me which one it is so I physically understand? Yeah, 
Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So so here's what I like about her profile. Yeah. Who we're calling Jill. First of all, she's like you is just sort of I'm trying to figure out what I like about this. She's just smiling at the camera, looking happy. And then she said that she has met a lot of friends on here and she's excited to keep it going. Oh. Oh. Sharing a story. And also, I have to tell you something. You didn't match with anyone. This is so sus because we just swiped twice and you've matched with two different people. Maybe I'm just not swiping right enough. Am I picky? Oh. Are you picky? I guess so. She likes ABBA. She says... We'll get along. Yeah. I ABBA mean, Gold is one of the only saved albums on my Spotify. Really? Yeah. No. ABBA Gold, the Maggie Rogers album, and then Everything is Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z. Okay. So I think. Three downloaded albums. So I think we should write her right now and okay. say, Ab- what did you say? ABBA it's Gold is your the only, only album like saved on my yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yes. Speaking yeah. of which. I would love if that girl wrote you back while we're on the show right now. I know. Now. Yeah. Well, I'll How check. would you even know? Well, don't you get a notification? I don't have my notifications no, on. See, I'm saying that's how little. She's so she cool. You're so it. cool. That's what I mean. Notification. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a response. Hey, this is Maddie with a little friend update. Um, she answered me back. So we're, we've we been talking back and forth, and I think we're going to set up a little meetup soon. So, yeah. Success on Bubble BFF. I hope you enjoyed our episode on making adult friends. For me personally, I got to spend time with some of my favorite people And guess what? I learned a few things too. I think some of the big things I'm taking away from this episode are in order to feel less anxious going to like a dinner alone, like a a work function, prepare some topics to talk about so you don't feel like you're like, whoa, what do I talk about? Um, If a friendship isn't vibing, listen to that information. It's okay. It doesn't matter if you like felt like you were supposed to be friends. It's cool. Maybe you're going to be like a different type of friends. It's not going to be like your BFF. When it comes to friends, it's really a quality over quantity situation. Do not sweat the Instagram you're looking at where someone's got like a 20 person bachelorette party. If you've got your people, then that's okay nourish those friendships they're really important and even if you're with a significant other or in a relationship or out of a relationship friendships are important throughout your entire life so call your friend and tell them you love them because sometimes they need to hear that too thanks for listening to the boob sweat podcast you can follow me on instagram at katie storino Or if you've been intrigued by a topic we talked about today, head to the Boob Sweat Facebook group and chat with other people who probably want to talk about what you want to talk about. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes because that shit is important. So thank you for listening. I'm going to hang up now.